Welcome to another episode of Just Saying. I am your host, Professor Black. And on today's episode, we have a special guest by the name of... Tech. Today, we're going to be discussing hip-hop and rap. First, let's discuss what music means to us and what hip-hop has done for you in your life. For me, I would say, like, okay, my introduction to music and... I guess, well, music was just, like, through my older siblings and stuff, like, rap, R&B, just playing in the crib and stuff like that. But, like, when I really started to get into rap and hip-hop and those things, it was probably, like, around, like, my early teenage years. And, like, I used to watch poetry, like, spoken word poetry. Through watching all of that, I kind of got, like, interested in just the, the art of the words of music. Like, no matter the stories they were telling or whatever it was, when it came to music, but it was just always the words. Like, the words is what drew me to music and to the art of whether it was rap, hip-hop, spoken word poetry, or anything of that nature. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's what always drew me towards hip-hop and rap and artistry that was honest, that you can tell was honest. You can tell, like, someone is actually exposing their, their truth, actually using it in their own form of therapy. I think that's what always, like, the honesty in rap and hip-hop is always what drew me towards it. I remember back in the day, before we even had YouTube, we used to have uh, music videos. You have to wait how long in order to see the actual sound that you wanted to see play out. I remember my uncle used to be listening to uh, West Side Connection. And when I heard these songs, I think those West Coast songs just changed my life. For me too, like my, like, I don't know, this is my, my older bro is like, what, like nine, almost 10 years older than me. So his generation of hip hop was like, a completely different thing like nowadays it's all like melodies and two minute songs shit back then when he was playing in, like playing music in the crib it was like bone thugs like wu-tang like yo those songs Tupac. were like five minutes long, bro sometimes like, longer like yeah. like wu-tang and them like like six set eight minute songs like their whole they have their whole crew on it you know what i mean and these are all they're all dropping 16 bars it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not eight bars on a song like Facts. this is a whole di- different generation right? right so like and, like, back in the day, like, playing music in the whole crib, that was normal 10, 15 years ago. Like, that was regular. Yeah, it Like, was. early 2000s, late 90s, like, that was standard. It wasn't playing music loud in the crib. That was regular. Like, there weren't all these laptops. There weren't headphones, wireless headphones, yeah, <laughs> mind not, you. Not no AirPods. Yeah, exactly. Like, people weren't in their rooms listening to it. Like, the whole crib was listening to it. Your whole floor sometimes, like, when you're in the building. The whole of outside, when people were actually playing basketball outside, like, yeah, mans are bringing boomboxes boom up. Yeah, you see yeah, what I'm you know, saying, right? Like, exactly. So it's like, I don't know, like, like rap and hip-hop has evolved and, like, it's yeah, gone, it's, like, to a whole different, like, cat, like, like yeah, I feel like type of category. even, like break it down into different genres these yeah, days. Yeah, like, 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 it has, like, rap and hip-hop slash, like, rap slash hip-hop has their own sub-genres. Yup, like, they do. And someone needs to hurry up and classify them, like, the sub-genres, like, conscious rap, mel- melodic rap. Like, uh, yes has and to no. be a way. I don't know, yes and no, because it's like, I think the, the fact that thing gets ca- things get categorized like that, I feel like it kind of pushes people away from even appreciating the art of it to a degree because there's emo rap like for the longest while Kid Cudi was like all this e-, like people are like oh this guy's an emo fucking like even when Drake tried to roast him yeah saying like oh yeah like you know all but, in compar- shit. but in comparison to rock is what I'm looking at where it's like there's so much subgenre when it comes to rock and it's like it just helps it makes it easier and helpful in order to like specify what you're looking for especially from this artist 
I'm not saying artists yeah. have to just fit into that box of like okay, this is yeah. what I wanna this is what I wanna this is the type of artist I wanna become, but more so it just makes it easier for like, people to check in for your music. So like if you're one artist, like say for example Uzi, yeah. Uzi could make a melodic album at the same time. If Uzi wants to spit, he can just also get into that. Yeah, if he, he wants to, that bag, yeah. but like I wouldn't say like Uzi. If you're a melodic rapper, you have to stay in that category. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't classify it like that. Now I do what I want. Yeah. Now I do what I want. Yeah, I don't know, I feel like like record labels do that to you though. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, like, like so behind like, closed doors. Yeah, like so if you're that melodic guy, it's like yo, you need to stay in that lane because you need to run that lane and nobody's gonna take that from you. But it's like I don't know, that's not I think it's very inauthentic. Even talking about record labels, that's a whole nother topic to yeah, be honest. No, that's a, another whole, uh, whole bag of words. Exactly. Who are some of your favorite artists or what are we listening to these days or from back then? For me, like, okay, I've been listening to rap pretty much my whole life. Not, at the beginning, not from my own choosing, but, like, once I was able, like, once, like, I went through my teenage years and stuff, and I was actually able to pick and choose the music I listened to, and, like, I was, like, really into doing, into spoken word, like, whether performing or even just, like, watching it, like, on that poetry jam. I saw Kanye before he even came out. When he did uh she got one of your kids got you for eighteen years. Yeah. I know somebody paying child support for one of his kids. Yeah, I seen that on that poetry jam, and I'm like, yo, this Damn. nigga is hard. You yeah. know what I mean? And then like when that song came out, I was like, yo, I know this song because I was watching it on the show. Mm. So like just as a result, the old Kanye when he was so honest and shit, and like his introduction was like through spoken word through that poetry jam. I was just always on Kanye shit, and then like as music evolved, then Kanye got Kid Cudi. He signed Kid Cudi. And Kid Cudi, like, and especially as music evolved and as it got, like, real melodic, Kid Cudi, he had the honesty down, but then, like, his tracks were actually, like, they were, it was good music, like, no pun intended. I see what you did there. Because that's who he signed to, but it was that, like, it was just fire, and then I just got into it. And Kid Cudi doesn't get the credit he deserves, but no, he that's, another, that's another topic. Well, old Kanye, oh, man, I remember when I first saw the video through the wire, man. The Bro, chills, drop The chills that sent through my body when I watched that video. College but I remember uh, one time he was on 106 in Park, and they were doing the freestyle with him and Kid Cudi. And Kikudi was rapping on the beat, and you know, it was just a freestyle. And Kanye's like, you know what? Kill the beat. Like, I want y'all to be hearing what I said. That Kanye was a different Kanye. Yeah, it was another beast. And it's like, I don't I'm pretty know. pretty sure in that video, that was a written. Exactly. It was. It was a written. It beat. was a written, though. But I wouldn't say I'm looking for Kanye to be old Kanye because mm. people change and people evolve. But at the same time, they should, they should be reminiscing of who they once were. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like he's not culturally aware of Into. the choices and opinions that he does share no but I, i'm not saying i want the old kanye either but i just missed i like i fuck with that like the old kanye like I'll, I'll ride with that that guy is hard like i'll i'll stick up for that kanye this new guy i can't really speak on. Like, <laughs> i feel that you know i mean new money new person that's that's cool but like you know i miss what he used to be that's all I'm i saying. feel that uh growing up i started listening to the regular tupac biggie yeah, and i think everybody has but one thing that did catch my eye my cousin was into like underground rap and he put me onto papoose what the fuck is a papoose and oh, that's I when I realized <laughs> I was huge on Papoose. I remember your Papoose era. <laughs> yeah. One thing about that, it's like you always know about the mainstream artists, but the underground low-key artists never get any 
any clout, yeah, no fame. Not, not so then that shine. made me involved in like searching for music and searching for artists that are decent, maybe not mainstream, but they're still putting uh, elite level of music out. And that's what kind of like led me into like, my addiction and love for music, like even more than before. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Next up, we got Vibe Check, where I name two artists and we get to see who we're vibing with more. First up, we have Kanye versus Drake. Who are you taking? Uh, well, I kind of already like exposed myself earlier, but uh, for me, it's Kanye. I just feel like Kanye had earlier on, he had more of like an a, a imprint on the game, especially where it is now from where it was like in the early 2000s, from when Kanye had... Kanye versus 50 Cent. Kanye kind of started steering the like the rap game more in his lane and more in that more like... Away from the gangster music. Yeah, it was like it, where it became like all acceptable to like, you know, be a like a fly little guy. Like, you know, wear the preppy clothes Fashionista. and shit. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? But even before that, like Kanye even was winning Grammys like producing on Jay-Z albums and shit. I don't know. I think he kind of gave Jay-Z a bit of a resurgence when he came into his... When he started producing for him and stuff like that. Kanye just always... Like, I can hear his honesty in his music. No matter how crazy his dumbass is at the times. And wears his emotions <laughs> on his sleeves. Yeah, which I'll give him I'll give him that for, right? Like, even though he has a bunch of writers. But all his writers will get credited. It's it's Kanye for me. And then, like, also, like, there's no Drake without a Kanye. So, uh, like, he kind of laid the groundwork. I mean, Drake is a great artist. So I'm not taking that away from him. But I also don't know what... Drake's lane is because he's in so many damn lanes like he drives on the whole highway you know what I mean chameleon yeah like culture vulture I'm not going that far but like (laughs) I don't know he's just all over the place like one song he's speaking Spanish one song he drops on one two words in, in Arabic I just don't, I don't know. Don't and then like the reggae. One, one, oh yeah, he has he has a couple of reggae <laughs> tracks. And then one, like one song he has like, uh, like he says a, a one, two English words. You know what I mean? He has a, a little accent over there. And then he's a Toronto hood rapper, like rapping with Smiley, which like, yo, like I'm just so confused. Like I don't even know what, like Drake, I don't know what, like as an artist, I can't like put my finger on it doesn't stop how like he's still a sick artist but what is drake's lane <laughs> the newer generation oh man they're obsessed with drake i did they're dare to say anybody else but drake but in the case of kanye versus drake i think i have to go with kanye but that's just because i think when i got into kanye that old kanye that was like the perfect timing i guess as a younger person right now coming in i think if i was to see how kanye is acting now and then um, my favorite artist is already Drake or I'm into Drake and into Kanye's music. I think I'd lean more towards Drake. Yeah. yeah. Especially Drake has the game on Smash right now. That's very understandable. Like, and you easily. You haven't seen, like, I don't know, like, if I, was, if I was 18 or 17 right now, I wouldn't have seen Kanye's limelight. Exactly. I wouldn't have seen the college dropout, the late registration. Exactly. The, gra- the graduation, which is like around his apex. And then like 808s was like, all right. I mean, like it was mad melodic. But then like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That was like bananas. Watch The, th- the Throne. Like Drake don't have a, a, a co-album with like <laughs> one of arguably the gra- Drake, best rappers that's, ever. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, But Drake got some classics too still. Drake got some bangers. Yeah, Maybe he, not need. He should have done an album with Little Wayne. Little Wayne, yeah, that would have been their own version of Watch the Throne. But yeah. like they missed that peak though. Yeah, because Little Wayne had his his, his, his run, his, 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 his yeah, like, like he his had his epic. lime years. 
But I don't know, Drake, I don't think Drake was, like, Drake's apex, I don't think at that time was at the level of Kanye's at that time, that, that Kanye did his watch to the throne. That's arguable, but, you know, I think Drake did his thing, still doing his thing, and how sometimes people might misunderstand the culture vulture thing, but it could be he's adapting or trying new styles and attempting to make his music different. Yeah, to each their own. That's fair, as, an, as an artist, I feel like, you know, you have that capability to be free. Yeah, I feel like that speaks more on his... Fair. I feel like that speaks more to his artistry. Facts. Than that does to own, like him having his own lane. Because I think that kind of... Those, those, those are counterproductive for each other. Because you can mm. be a sick-ass artist, but you still don't have your own lane. Because you can do a million and one different styles of music and excel at all of them. But, like, as your own specific artist, you don't really have your own lane as a result of that because you're all over the place with your art. That's true. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. mean you're not a sick artist because he's a sick-ass artist because he can do he a million different songs. Exactly. But, like, what does that say for him as his own artist, like, standing on his own two feet? I, like, it doesn't really give him that, and con- if you that get, continuity. And if you like, wanted to get deeper into music, it's just, like, both of them kind of own their own type of label in the sense of... Drake runs OVO, Kanye has good music, and it's like, look what they've done for their artists, if you're going to compare the two. Uh, well. uh, Kanye has done a lot more, even though some of his artists have already garnered the fame, I guess you can say, in comparison to OVO, who has upcoming artists. Yeah, but no one, on, like, Drake has been in the game how long? Roughly, maybe 10, 12 10, years? 12 years, yeah. Like, 08, he came up around, like, after, like, right after... Yeah. Right after Kid Cudi was making his breakthrough. But, I mean, who has come on behind Drake? From his from his From his label. OVO? Yeah. yeah. There was OVO EXO, but now it's just EXO and just OVO. OVO. Exactly. There's no OVO artist that has reached even near the apex or the climax that that Drake reached. I understand. Behind, behind Kanye, Big Sean came up, Kid Cudi came up, other guys that were like... Designer, his, designer had his one track, but he kind of, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of yeah. like jammed him for that one, and just sampled the shit out of that song. But like even people that were around uh, Kanye, even in his earlier years, they got a, they gained a lot of notoriety because of rapping with it. Yeah, like Common got a little more recognition. Most Def got a little bit more too. Hopping like on his Drake albums. has that 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 singing group division. He Bruh. also has Baka Not Nice, but Baka Not Nice checked, is not that consistent. When have you checked for Division's uh, album? Uh, Party Next Door released an album recently, but other than that, he's That you quiet. didn't download? <laughs> that he's quiet. <laughs> but yo, Party yeah, Next, come, yo, Party Next Door's up, best song. Party Next Door's best song. Gonna come up. Party Next Door's best song. He didn't even release. He gave it to Rihanna and Drake. Yeah, he did. All right, so he messed up on that one. Still. Like work, 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 work. Like he should have worked <laughs> on that a little bit more. Like, facts, facts. And I, I don't know, bro. It's that I don't. I'm not in charge of who, 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 who releases whose song. But I hear that, that. should have been his song. Is all I'm saying. I hear that. Next up. For round two, we got Lil Wayne versus Gucci Mane. Uh, for that one, I'm rocking with Gucci, even though I'm such a big Lil Wayne fan. But the type of work ethic that Gucci put in the game yeah, can't go unnoticed. And I feel like 
maybe it's also because he's from Atlanta or from down south. It's just like he doesn't get the no- notoriety that he should well well deserved. But I don't know. Gucci's a legend in the game. Yeah, no, Gucci has put on a lot of guys. Like even like, Walker. Yeah, Walker. Yeah. I swear, even oh, but like young thug, Migos, like, yeah, like Migos. All these guys like were rapping in his like and, studio and or some like, type of web connected to Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which is very which is fair. I think his okay. I think uh, Gucci's uh, his impact on the game is far greater than his product mm-hmm. that he has put into the game. Agreed, influence right? wise, yeah. Like especially influence wise, and like even the artists that he like brought into the rap game or like gave limelight to. Yeah. But I mean, Little Wayne at his at his peak was had the game like, on smash. smash. Like, the the fucking the mixtape game was like Little Wayne's alone, like Facts. where he was just releasing like fucking like five like four or five mixtapes. Like uh, the drought is over two, the drought three, like bruh. Like, but mind you, Gucci was almost classic doing just mixtapes. Gucci was That's almost it. doing the exact same thing, and he was behind bars, also incarcerated, and still doing the same amount of work. That's yeah, crazy not, you know, to be dude. releasing all those music while being in the bin. Gucci was a different breed. Yeah, he, he was, but I don't know. Like, like Little Wayne's peak was just it was nasty. And I think like Gucci should hold some type of record for how many projects he has out. Mixtapes yeah, to I albums, yeah, I like know how many I, I'm pretty sure he even forgets the lyrics for like his earlier day projects. Like this guy has over like twenty or more albums out right now. And I also think the reason why Gucci doesn't get the credit he deserves, like even from me, like I wasn't as big of a Gucci fan as probably most people were, was because Atlanta wasn't as on the map that time at those times, and also it wasn't the world was different when Gucci was on the come up. Like, everything feels so much more closer. Everything feels so much more connected now. Where, like, if you want to hear an artist from Atlanta, you can just do a couple clicks on your mobile phone now. Like, back in the day, nigga, we couldn't, like, there was no chance we were doing that, right? So, like, because times have changed and, like, the world is so much more connected now, I think it's easier to be, to, to know who's on the come up. But, like, even in Gucci, like, on his come up, it was, like, still difficult even Lil Wayne at that that time, like, niggas used to go to school and be like, yo, did you hear Lil Wayne's new mixtape? Like, as if that was like, it was word of mouth so much more, right? Right. And I feel like, side note though, Gucci's transformation was amazing too. Like, Gucci used to have the pop belly, beer belly, yeah. taking, drinking lean, on drugs looking. Now the man has his six pack and he's just working out, looks healthy, man's married. Has a baby on the way, yeah, like they can sound like that fucking waste bitch, Doja Cat. He just needs Gucci just, just a needs fine to do Gucci, Gucci, Yeah, Gucci, this bro. is a fine yeah. talent and just be on that mogul status. Plain and simple. Yeah, Lil Wayne should have did that himself. But that that's too. A different conversation. But like at the end of the day, Lil Wayne brought us young money, so he kinda already yeah. he went through nah, that a bit. Lil Wayne brought us like he signed so, Drake, he signed yeah, Nicki like, Minaj. Like he, Lil he Wayne did had his thing. runs. Yeah, so. he did his things, so Next up, we got Stormzy and Skepta. I guess we're going to hit the UK for a little bit, and let's see how this goes. Um, bruh, Skepta, like, this is not even, like, I just, like, from the first time I went to the UK and, like, my cousins introduced me to Skepta, I was like, yo, this guy is hard. And, like, yeah, he kind of, he went kind of mainstream and shit, like... And he and he produces his shit, a lot of his shit, 
or like at least works on the beats and not maybe not produces the whole thing but like him and his bro jme and like just the amount of mans he put on like boy better know yeah boy better know like bbk like bruh i don't know his just his like look even drake wants to work with the man and like you know what i mean like uh, just Stormzy's on the come up but like Stormzy's on the come up Stormzy's been there but like I have to rap with Stormzy like my my Ghanaian brother over here but like I feel like maybe because it's by chance and timing when it comes to Stormzy and Skepta because when I started hopping onto Stormzy and like I was watching his uh, Wicked Skangman part 1 part 2 or even his video Shut Up that blew up went viral I just feel like Damn, like around that time, it's like by chance I happened to go see his show, and it's just like, as soon as you're getting to an get into an artist, and then by chance you happen to see them live in the flesh, like you, of course you're gonna fall in love with them. Like it's just it's an experience. Like it's crazy, and like since then till now, like Stormzy's had the game on smash. Everything he touches goes to gold. It's like making a comparison. That he's like the UK Drake, essentially. Just charting out there, like, with ease. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, like, Skepta did it. Like, it's, Skepta helped put Stormzy on, like, you know? I agree with that. Like, it's just... But it's just like, how long can you go on for if someone puts you on compared to, like, you putting on for yourself after the fact? No, no, that, that, that's fair, but I'm always going to give the, the predecessor... His, his shine. His, like, like, I'm still gonna say, like, if, like, this guy still deserves not your credit, but, like, some credit for helping put you on. I get helping it. Helping to segue you into the game. That is it. Like, yeah, Skepta shit nowadays is not, like, it's not nearly as fire as his old stuff. Oh, like, big facts. Like, come, but he's not as hungry anymore. Like, he doesn't He doesn't need, need to. Yeah. That, bro, like, Everybody is always hungrier and more yeah. talented on the come up. Yeah, and then They also, have something they're fighting for. Yeah, and, and also, I think what people reach. always, like, I think when people even be, talk music generally, I think people don't realize that, like, yo, like, think about it. People's first album, they had their whole life up until that point to work on their first album. So, like, let's say a man blows up when he's 26. He had his first 25 years, twenty going on 26 years, to work on his first album. Then from 26 to 28, he releases his next one. His next one, he only had two years to actually contemplate it, work on it, think of different sounds and shit, different mm-hmm. beats that he wants to hop on, to change, basically, like, recreate himself again. So he yeah. had 26 years for the first album. Now he only has two years. And then the next one, he only has another two years. So it's like, yo, bro, your shit kind of gets watered down. It's not like it doesn't, you don't have enough time to work on it, work on your artistry. So it takes like, you know what I mean? Like it but takes so Skepta, much more out of you. Even watching old Skepta videos, like yeah, him nah. freestyling in the streets. Yeah. yeah he doesn't have like, that same hunger no more. Like, nah, trust me, I wa- like I still go and watch his like 10 year old videos. And same thing with Stormzy too, though. Like both of them. Yeah, it's like, like they don't need to do all that groundwork no there's more. There's no more shut up no more. Yeah, there's no there's more, no shut more up link video. up at the park or yeah, like, a freestyle. Bro, that, like, that video was hard. Bro. Exactly. And, that, and it, it was authentic. So that's yeah. what made it a moment, right? 100%. Next up, we have a good one. We have Kendrick versus J. Cole. <laughs> Who are you rocking with? my opinion i'd say kendrick more i won't i'm not gonna sit here and say that i like actually fully taken all their shit but just even from just an artistry standpoint like i don't know i just i feel like kendrick puts together like 
stories. Like his albums are like movies, just audio movies. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like you hear his mom yelling on one song, or like the lady that plays his mom, and you're just like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like this shit is like I'm here right now." Like I, his videos <laughs> yeah. are like so like they're Vivid. fucking entertaining, like as fuck. Yeah. It's like a story just in the video, man. Like I don't know, just I don't know. I feel like Kendrick is just so much more captivating as an artist. I feel like J Cole is sick too, but I feel like, like if you can ever love two artists. At an equal level, these would be the two artists to love at an equal level. Like, I don't know. It's so hard to choose one, but I feel like the the difference for me when it comes to J Cole making albums, I feel like he goes into albums with a concept. So if you go into an album with a concept, it's like this album is all gonna be tied into this, and this is what I want to speak of. So like one of my least favorite projects from J Cole is uh, "For Your Eyes Only." And that album, I felt like he went into the album venting his problems or whatever he was going through, and more so Kendrick. I feel like delivers most of his projects or music for the people, and it's just a lot more cohesive and relatable. But overall, like I, I have all of Kendrick's albums. I have all of J Cole's albums. Like both of them are amazingly talented, and have been proving. The fact that when people say that the rap game is not where it's at, or or it's dead, it's dead. Like they've proven it's, the opposite. It's still alive and well. At least, <laughs> exactly. like for the, the, We're the in good hands. Yeah, at least for the conscious side of things, like the people that actually like rap with a concept and stuff like that. Yeah, and like yeah, I can agree with. Like I feel like Kendrick makes albums to be taken in by society as a whole, especially like black people or the black people in society. Like I feel like he makes therapeutic music or analyzes the ills of black, specifically Americans, but even North Americans and just black people all over the world. That is to be taken in to add, like it's like audio therapy versus like J Cole will make like he'll do he'll he'll do his writing for cathartic for his self therapy. You know what I mean? And then if you if you ride with it, you ride with it, and if not, you, nah, it's not like for you. yeah, it's not for you, right? Basically. But like I don't know, they're too, like they have their they have their own niche, you know. I, yeah, I like yeah. I like Kendrick stuff more just because it's like a like I feel like Kendrick stuff is more a work of art where you can sit back and marvel. I swear he won a Pulitzer Prize, like he got a writing award. Yeah. For one of his albums, because yeah. it's like, bruh, like I don't know. Almost. That, like, I think that says a lot about his impact on. Almost the end of twenty twenty, and we still don't have a new Kendrick album. Aww. Aww. That just bothers yeah. me. Like, no, he, that, but that's to, what, he makes masterpieces. He though. does. He does it. <laughs> I just hope it's worth the wait. Like, uh, it, uh, when has it not through, been? Like, though? when has it not been though? Times have changed. People are growing up. People are going through different shit right now. So, who knows how we'll perceive that album when it comes out? Uh, it's that's gonna be fire, But I know. Oh, I don't even doubt that low key though. This year has been crazy. Like, I know the niggas writing some fire. Oh, we need to consume that in quarantine right now. The world's opening back up. Right? Last but not least, we got the classic Biggie versus Tupac. Oh, bro, this is... Uh, sorry to cut you, but yo, this is... Uh, I don't know, I feel like going with myself, like going throughout this whole episode, what I've even been speaking of, I, this is just like this is this is easy, bro. It's like it's for me. It's Pac, like just the uh, his honesty. Like the Biggie is super skilled, probably has one of the best flows ever. Hands fucking down, come on. But 
and his his rhyme schemes are just ridiculous like the shit he would the way he would rhyme shit and put it together it's ridiculous yeah how they put the lips right. on this don't kiss right there girlfriend i'm ticklish like come Yo. on ridiculous how you put your lips on this don't kiss right there girlfriend i'm ticklish that's but, facts i don't know i just feel like the sincerity of tupac it's just like i heard the nigga's pain through the microphone bro and then just all the stories and shit like, i feel like tupac was socially aware of his very surroundings. very much so it's just like, well, then yeah. it comes from his upbringing as well. His yeah, mom like, was man, a part of the Black Panthers. His guy. mom was a part of the Black Panthers. I felt like he wasn't there to just simply make music. It was there for a purpose. Yeah, he was trying to bring and change. there was like, substance, a lot of substance in his yeah. music, right? Unfortunately, we lost both of them at a young age. The amount of music that they have delivered, it held us down and it's like, it, it is what we needed. Especially Tupac, because he has a lot more music and projects than Biggie. It's like you saw the growth from his first project to his last project. This man always was striving to achieve greatness. Yeah, facts. Like, and even like even Pac. Actually, speaking of this now too, I remember uh, grade seven. When I was in grade seven, I read his book, "The Roads That Grew From Concrete." And I feel like if you walk by a street and you was walking on concrete and you saw roads growing out of concrete, even if it had messed up pedals and it was a little, you know, to the side. You would marvel at just seeing a rose grow through concrete. So why is it that when you see some ghetto kid grow out of all of the dirtiest circumstances and he can talk and he can sit across and you make you smile, make you cry, make you laugh, all you can talk about is my dirty rose, my dirty stems, and how I'm leaning crooked to the side. You can't even see that I came up out of that. It's, it was poetry. But yeah, like, I, was like, I was like, oh, this is kind of sick. And like the fact, like that kind of, put me off because I was like yo poetry nigga what the fuck is that like and I started watching uh, spoken word like that poetry jam around that time too and I remember my bro had that book and I was like oh let me read this shit and like one side would be his handwriting printed out and the other side would be typed out so you can actually like read it, read it. if you couldn't read his scribbles or whatever yeah. so like that even put me on that too well yeah nah like so that like I've always had a connection to Pac and like uh, his honesty like he was just always so fucking straight the fuck up and he wasn't so like he didn't glorify the bullshit. Like, like Biggie put a, a beautiful face on the struggle. And the way he rhymed it, it was poetic. It was nice. It was sick. But it just, I don't know, it never hit the same. It never slapped the same for me as, like, I don't know, just the cold hard truth. And Tupac was talented in other aspects yeah, of well. To, like his acting. Yeah, he used to act I, shit. Tupac, he used the full package still. Yeah. And he went to the bin and came out. And yeah, shot like, a fed and shit. Man, he put in the groundwork. Tupac was a legend. Tupac was like that era Nipsey, to be honest. Like in one comparison, one. I understand. Not, yeah, like not, not okay, musically, not, not artistically, not, not musically, like, but I get I'm talking what about they the impact like, on people's minds. Yes, like you, you do, you could, you, you want, you want him to do you so much, you could do anything. Or what the 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 bigger message, or what yeah. they were striving to do for the yeah, like the the larger picture the that they were the looking people. at and what they were trying to accomplish and shit. I think they had like the same end goal. Different, 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 different ways methods, to get there. Exactly. exactly, different ways to get there, but they still had like the bigger picture in mind. Speaking on bigger picture, who are you listening to right now? Which artist do you feel has to come up? Uh, who's Who has up next? Um, well, I've been, you don't agree with me on this one, but like Money Man, he just got his little baby feature. 
Loki, I feel like that man pays for freaking views on YouTube, man. Uh, he has a one-two banger, fam. I've seen uh, other people on my. I've seen other people on my socials. Man's getting carried by production. Go well, on. fair, fair. Well, a lot of niggas are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. But anyways, like, uh, man's getting carried on production. Uh, a lot of money, man. Money, money, man. Uh, but uh, hot boy, hot boy got his little baby feature too. Oh, um, that is on the come up. And then uh, there's this next guy from. Uh, from uh, England, uh, what is it? Sam Wise, I think it is. Okay, Sam, yeah, okay. Sam Wise. He has a one-two. I've been listening to tracks. a lot of uh, Dreamville artists, and I think Saba should be someone that people should be taking in. On the come up from the UK, I feel like people need to take in this guy named Berna. He has up next. He sounds a little bit of another artist named J1. They have potential. So much harder to even blow up in the UK alone and imagine yeah. if you're a low-key artist like yeah, how much more facts. harder it is to, to become successful what are you listening to these days YG's new album just came out very disappointed yeah but it has it has a couple of bangers I was yeah it does I don't know I felt like Jealous was, going... was a good track he starts off with an intro Jealous that was a good track I felt like he was going for like Tupac vibes on a couple of tracks uh, what was it uh, War on out on bail, the video gave me Tupac vibes. Uh, even like the way he was rhyming on it. Um, War Scars is a good song. Oh man, yeah, that was a really good song. And then Rodeo has was sample. He sampled um, How Do You Want It? More Tupac vibes. Yeah, but he put Tiger on the song. That was a big mistake. <laughs> I heard Tiger and I was like, all right, the song is shit. Tiger, okay, Tiger. <laughs> This nigga sitting right here talk about Tiger, the nigga that lost his bitch to Travis Scott. Oh shit! And then like Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and then like after Police, like that's Tupac vibes too, right? So like I don't know, there, there was no continuity in his album. It was all over the place. I, I don't know if that. it was the no cohesiveness. Yeah, no, it was like completely incohesive. Like it was just like was... some of his producers had like Tupac vibes and then like the rest of the niggas didn't get the memo <laughs> um, and then I've been listening to Savage Mode too that shit is a that is banger that, bro that's, that's a straight fire. cinematic like masterpiece bro yes, like Morgan Freeman uh, Morgan Freeman as a narrator yo my yeah, nigga that Savage shit has us waiting for this for so long yo, and it lived I'm, up to the hype bro this shit we're like, yo, there's snitches and rats, man. <laughs> this shit is fire. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is a nah, My track on that one is Glock in my lap. That's that's the anthem, bro. bro. There's, there's bear, bear, he has bear, bear bangers. bangers. Facts. He has bear, like, bro, it's just... Facts. Uh, I listened to uh, Bryson Tiller's new album. One of my favorite tracks on that's In Hell. Uh, the, everything else is it's mid. I'm still working on it. Listening I, I listened to his deluxe and, like, the... The trap sold deluxe that just re- like recently got released. That was decent. He had that one song. Bro, with it's the, the one weekend. song with the weekend. That's yeah, it. That Other than was, that, it's Lover Boy shit. Was lit. It's uh, like nah, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, Rod Wave finally did the remix or dropped the video for the remix with Lil Baby Rags to Riches. Oh, I didn't that song. I, I always feel the song. That song. I always feel the passion in that song. Yeah, Rod Wave has that. That's I think Rod Wave. That's his gonna be his like little lane, his niche. That like, that melodic, like emotional rap, and just like telling you his life story and shit. Which man's been consistent. Yeah, no, he's bro, and it's it's fire shit. Yeah, Yeah. it's straight talent. he hits that melody still. I gotta give it to him for that one. But yeah, like I don't know. It's pretty much what I've been listening to.
And that's what wraps up today's episode. Do follow me at Professor Black on Instagram and peace and love. Any final words, Tech? Nah, don't know, yo. Yeah? <laughs>